I'm attorney Demetrius Evans of the Evans International Law Firms, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. One of the things that I like to do in my spare time is think very much about my breathing, just because it's so important to be aware of how you are breathing, and your breath is your life. So I want you to take a couple of seconds and take a couple of deep breaths with me. I know, we never do that. And it might be a strange way to start off a podcast, but we will be talking about some pretty heavy topics, as we always do at the international law firm. So, But let me tell you, I am right now writing a new book, and that book is on going global. It's for the entrepreneur or the small business owner that has never gone global but has always had an itching to go and sell their product in a different country or either to bring some product from one country into the country that they live and then sell it to a market who will be totally fascinated by this new thing. There are three things, and I just want to talk generally about them that I think you should be aware of when you decide to take this leap. First, I want you to have a clear evaluation of your company and where you are now. Then I want you to have a very clear working knowledge of the international market that you're going into, and that is going to include the competitors in that market. The third thing I think is important is to have a working agreement made up in your mind with another company, if you're going to be working with a partner or a different company, about how are you going to get paid because payment's so important. So now that I've introduced all three things, let me take them one at a time. As you already know, going global can be just a nauseating experience if you don't know what all is happening because there's so much happening on the international front. But let's talk about your company and its evaluation. When we look at the evaluation of our company, we obviously want to look at how much money the company is making. So if your company is making, let's say, 500000 are you looking at making another 500000 making that a million, or are you just looking to take it up a notch to 700000 Wherever you are with that, I think it's a good way to figure out what the landscape is going to look like. When you have thought about that and you have it down on paper, then let's look very closely at where you are. Are you selling out of your home? Probably not if it's $500,000, but maybe. Or do you have some type of facility? Do you need a facility and haven't really grown into that facility? Or are you selling a service where you actually are operating in a, a, a different office space? So place becomes important. The next thing that's very important is the product itself. Are you now selling something that you make or you create, or is it something that you buy from somewhere, someone else? Or is it something that is, you know, totally digital? We live in a digital world now, so let's think about what your product is. The next thing in evaluation has to do with what system do you currently have for that product or for that service? So I'm a service-based business, so let's say 
our systems all have to do with technology because it's not as if we need a truck to take the the uh, service to someone else. But if you have a product, you may be bringing the raw materials from one state and then you are assembling it in another state or in another part of your warehouse. What I want you to understand is that the system that you have right now, you just need to be clearly aware of what that system is because when you go global, it's going to change. And then I want you to think about and I'm sure you already do as the savvy business owner that you are, the market. You're marketing right now. Who is your ideal customer, your ideal client? Because in a global market, that may not change very much, but then again, it could change a whole lot. So who are your, who's your, in your market and how are you actually reaching that market? Okay, now that we have done a, a quick evaluation, you would do a longer evaluation of your company and where you are right now, now then let's move to our second point and talk about the international market. So how do you choose an international market? There are a number of ways you might actually just do a marketing analysis yourself where you're Googling where would I like to be in the world and why. Because one of the most fascinating things about business is that you want to be where you're actually needed. So if you decide I want to be in Brazil, then decide where do you want to go in Brazil. And let's say that you'd like to be somewhere near the Amazon, and you are wondering what might be a good product there. Well, with our technology today, you can simply Google that, what products are being sold there, how are they being sold, how are people buying them, how much are they buying, who are the actual competitors that are there. All of that stuff is called a market analysis, and you'll be able to do that. But once you have that, hey, are you the only person that would be selling it there? You might have to actually go there. Sometimes it's better to get an idea of the culture and how business is done because in some countries, business is clearly done with a handshake, though I recommend always having a contract, but there's a possibility it could be done with a handshake and you'll just get a feel for that specific area that you are trying to market to. You're going to narrow that geographical location and then you'll be looking at hey, how am I going to get this here? Will it be through the port or will it be coming by air? Am I going to drop it in a, a, a um, drone? Because you know people are using drones right now. So this, this whole thing has changed. But that will be the next thing that you do, and I would map that out very clearly. Next, once you know who's there, you're going to decide who are going to be my partners or my vendors, my distributors on the ground. And that's where you're definitely going to need a law firm or a lawyer. You might need two, and you will start to develop clear agreements that say who, what, when, where, and how. This is how you're going to get your money. What, what, type of, um, what type of currency will you use? How often will you need to be paid? All of those things will go into your agreement. So I realized that that was fast, 
but this is going to get you started. If you need more help, please go to www.tealfirms.com because there we will have all sorts of checklists and information to help you to get through this part so you can thrive and be the savvy business owner that I know you are. This is Demetrius Evans with the Evans International Law Firm, bidding you a wonderful day. Keep listening to our next podcast where we will be talking about all things international IP law, which is intellectual property, your trademarks, your patents, and your copyrights, as well as international compliance. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.